0: Welcome, 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 welcome to another episode of Gamecocks Talk with Captain Will. I am your man, Captain Will. Make sure you like, make sure you share, make sure you subscribe. Make sure you subscribe to Gamecocks Talk with Captain Will so I can continue to bring you that gospel, that gospel of Gamecocks every single day. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. It may be iHeartRadio. It may be Apple Podcasts. It may be Spotify. It may be YouTube, wherever you choose to get your podcast, you choose that to see Gamecocks talk with Captain Will, to hear my, the mellow tones of Gamecocks talk with Captain Will. We are everywhere and you are now rocking with the best, essentially rocking with the best. Come rock with your man, Captain Will. We got a good one today, y'all we got a good one today y'all we are talking about uh, uh, Chloe Kitts. We are talking about Chloe Kitts. Chloe Kitts is continuing to shine like a diamond for the South Carolina Gamecocks. We're still talking about the game yesterday versus the Georgia Bulldogs. We're still talking about that. And we're going to talk a little bit about where Gamecocks stand offensively and defensively in terms of offensive rating, where some of our, our key players stand in offensive ratings and defensive ratings. Uh, um, according to the SEC, analytics. We are doing a deep dive with all of that, with all of that. But we're going to start, we're going to start with Chloe Kitts. That's what we're going to start with. And I get a lot of different comments, a lot of different mentions, a lot of different stuff about Chloe Kitts, some good, some bad. And it's just a lot of fervor about Chloe Kitts. And, and and we could talk about Chloe Kids being the 17th ranked player in the 2023 class. We could discuss that. She was one of the top players in that class. In that class, she was going to be a McDonald's All-American. We know the history. We know she's you no know, signed up early, came on to school, got into the the workout program, gained some weight with Molly Body by Molly. We did. We know all these things. We know all those things. But you are talking about the transformation? And, 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 the, and the metamorphosis from her uh, last year to this year, okay? Meta- the, the, the greatness that she has displayed from last year to now, because we have to break it down in increments. We have to break it down in increments. And I said we gotta break it down in increments because with her showing up, you know, start playing in January, okay? Let's say that. Starting playing in January, that's what, January, when I say January, I'm talking about January of 2023, okay? It is February 19th, 2024. All right. So so we we just we just close the chapter of one year for Chloe kids. Just just one year, just one year for Chloe kids. And we seen how she is growing to be a really good basketball player. The six foot two forward from Florida is coming to her own at the University of South Carolina. OK, so so sometimes. Sometimes it's like, okay, Captain Will, she falls down on the ground too much. Uh Captain Will, she's not strong enough. I'm like, damn, yeah, she ain't strong enough yet. Yeah, she will be, she will be strong enough. She will be. She just trying to uh, get used to college. She's still trying to get used to, to, to lifting weights, and she's gonna put on uh 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 muscle mass as the time goes on. She already put on some muscle mass, she will continue to be uh, 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 uh a resident of the weight room, okay. Now, I have no worries with that. I have no qualms with that. She will continue to get bigger and stronger and faster. Let's let's capitalize on what she does well versus always talking about some of the negative stuff that she don't do. Because she is farther advanced than a lot of players that the Gamecocks have had at this stage in her career. Okay? She is far advanced than a lot of them. But we don't hear talk about that. We don't hear talk about that. All they hear about she falling down too much and she ain't strong enough and blah 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 all these other and third. I know what she I know what she does. She a dog. She peeks. She ain't scared of nobody. And that's despite the slight frame that she has. I do know this right here. In in SEC play, in SEC play, she's averaging 18 minutes a game. 18 minutes a game, 8 points, 5 rebounds, 53% from the field, 67% from the free throw line. That's an SEC play. If we're gonna do the whole spectrum, if we're gonna do the whole spectrum, she's averaging 19 minutes a game. We're talking about all the games. We're talking about 25 games, 25 game season, right? She's averaging 10 points, 6 rebounds, 2 assists, 54% from the field, 67% from the free throw line. Those are really good numbers for a team that has the talent that we have. She's not playing 30 minutes a game. She's not playing 30 minutes a game. She's not playing 35 minutes a game like some of these other players are doing. She's playing 19 minutes a game and averaging 10-7, and 10-7-2, seven, seven, shooting a solid 54% from the field, okay? And, and and we dig a little deeper. We dig a little deeper and we just uh, uh key on the 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 uh defensive rating of Chloe Kitts of Chloe Kitts now and we key on the defensive rating of Chloe Kitts. Her defensive rating is 79.5. I've been telling folks that Chloe Kitts plays good post defense. Well, she, it's 79.5. You know the ones who are higher than Chloe Kitts on our team? On our team, in the SEC, okay? Number one, Ashley Watkins at 70.9. Number one. Number two, Camila Cardoza at 74.9. Number three, and I say it's like this right here, in SEC play, number three is none other than Malaysia Full Wally at 77.2. Who's number four? Who's number four? You got it. Chloe Kitts at 79.5. According to the analytics, according to the analytics, Chloe Kitts is our fourth best defender on this team and the third best post defender on this team. We all know that we have a great defensive team. We have a great defensive team, number one in the country, by a large metric in terms of defensive rating. So we have multiple players in the 70s in defensive rating on this basketball team. You got a lot of teams in the SEC who ain't got none, who have none, no players in the 70s in terms of defensive rating. Chloe Kiss is one of the better defensive players in the conference, y'all, in the conference no she ain't because i'm already no she's not ashley Watkins. nobody's like ashley Watkins defensively nobody's like camila cardoza defensively but she is really good defensively in terms of comparing her to other teams across the country other teams across the country she is really good and specifically against teams in the sec you go about defensive rating for tennessee you're talking about Rakia Jackson with a 95.9. Stripling 95.6. You have a lot of players. Tennessee almost a whole roster have defensive uh ratings of in the 90s, okay? In the 90s. And and for comparison's sake, LSU, Anisa Morrow is their best defender at 73.6. Angel Reese is 76.5. Okay. Fly, who, who who's a really good defensive player, is 81. Okay. Put some respect on Chloe Kitts' name, okay? 10 and 7, it's 10 and 7. No matter how you slice it, how you dice it, no matter what way you want to put it, she is putting in work for South Carolina. What's going to happen? What's going to happen when Chloe Kitts actually gets 22, 25, 27 minutes of play for South Carolina? The number's going to continue to go up, y'all. You can expect Chloe Kitts to average a a double-double next year. That's the expectation. Why is she going to average a double-double? Well, she's averaging 10 and 7 right now. Right now. Imagine Chloe Kitts with 20 extra pounds on her frame you telling me she can't hold on to two or three more rebounds? You think you can't, she can't finish at the basket a few more times to up that thing to 12, 13 points a game and 10 rebounds? Chloe Kitts should average a double, double next year, ladies and gentlemen. And she is not getting the respect that she should be getting from Gamecock fans. She's not. So I'm letting you know that Chloe Kitts is balling out this season. She is balling out. And she is one of our better, one of our most consistent players on this basketball team. She is. She really is. What happened to LSU? Remember the LSU game? Primetime game? Up in the LSU, she wasn't scared. She finished with 14 points in that basketball game. She kept us in the game the first half. Chloe Kitts did. Okay? She is balling out. And she should be recognized more often than she is getting. Yeah, she did well last night too. Cause she ain't scared. She ain't scared. We have some players on this team that sometimes the moment seems a little too big for. Them. We do. It never seems too big for Chloe Kiss. She continues whatever environment, and we could go back to North Carolina. We could go back to Duke. We can go back to those tough environments that was she played. And, and was and then and and put in her work, flipped her hair, batted her eyes, and and, went, and and dared somebody to say something to her. That was Chloe Kitts. Now, look, look there was a time, that, you know, during the game also, you had to pull back a little bit because she got a little hype hype, and you had Raven doing kisses out to the fans and everything. It was like it was, it was a little out there, but I loved every second of it. I loved it because I loved the back and forth. I loved the competition. I just loved that. And Chloe Kitts is doing that. She's doing that. Shout out to Chloe Kitts, her family, mom and dad, sister going to be playing in Florida. Keep on doing what you are doing. Let's talk some more about where the Gamecocks stand now, offensively and defensively after 25 games. Let's go. Let's go. South Carolina continues to pop. South Carolina continues to pop and continue to be undefeated 25 and Oh, You know, undefeated in the conference, number one in the AP poll, number one in net rating. And- it, we just continue to do things that uh, uh, other teams are envious of what we're doing. It, that those are the facts. I don't know how to make it more plain. Those are the facts. South Carolina is a special special team and we continue to put up special special numbers regardless of the opponent and cuz you have uh, a team like a, a Georgia who who through some blows, through some uppercuts, through some right hooks, and we had to bob and weave and deal with the pressure and still ended up with a 14 point victory. Did we play our best? Not at all. We didn't play our best. In no, no way, shape, or form did South Carolina play our best on yesterday. We did not. But we still won the game, and we still won by 14 points, and we still undefeated, and we are still looking for a undefeated regular season. We have a really good Alabama team coming into Colonial Life Arena on on Thursday. On Thursday at seven o'clock p.m., so we have to be ready to play. And I hope that we get into a better uh, uh, a frame of mind and and continue to 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 work and listen and and stay focused and focus on the details and get off to a better start. Get off to a better start now through 25 basketball games south carolina is still like i said number one in that ranking all right and we have the right now the number four ranked offense in the country number four ranked offense in the country we're not number three no more not number one no more we are number four in the country out of 360 teams, which is straight-up unbelievable, straight-up sensational, and we still are balling offensively. Field goal percentage, we're still number one. Two-point percentage, we're about top 15, top 20. And three-point percentage, we're top five in the country, okay? So we still have have stellar numbers offensively. We're just not the elite, elite no more. we just elite, all right, which is still wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. And our best offensive player, according to the AP uh, uh not the AP reigning. What's the thing called? According to analytically speaking, our best offensive player on this basketball team is Tahina Powpow. Powell. Tahina Pow Powell is our best offensive player. She, you just saw her shoot five three-pointers yesterday, five for eleven from the three free uh three-point line. She she's second on the team in assists. She uh, is a solid rebounder. Tahina Pow is an elite offensive threat for South Carolina. But that's that's no surprise to anyone. We knew she was going to do that when she arrived on campus from Oregon. We knew she was going to play and ball out offensively. Number two, our second best uh, offensive player on this basketball team is none other than, none other than Camila Cardoza. Camila Cardoza is our second best offensive player. Yesterday she had 16 points, 16 rebounds. Yo, what, five uh, assists, three steals. Three steals, three blocks. Her her best game of the season. Her best game of the season. And and I've been waiting on this type of uh, output from a Camila Cardoza because she could easily have 20 and 20 in this basketball game. Easily had 20 and 20. I want Camila Cardoza that played on yesterday to play on Thursday because we get these stellar numbers from from Camila Cardoza doing what she did against Georgia. We need her to do that against Alabama and show up and show out. That's what we need for Camila Cardoza. She is a very talented player. Most times she is uh, bigger and stronger than any other opponent that she's going against. Six foot seven to six foot seven. No way, no other way you can shape it, form it, whatever. She is six foot seven with long arms and is athletic. She is our second best offensive player on this basketball team. And that is in terms of that is in terms of offensive rating S E C. Okay. Offensive rating S E C third best player, third best offensive player on this basketball team is none other than breezy hall breezy hall is our third best offensive player. And I know some people are going to be like, what? Breezy is our third best offensive player? Ladies and gentlemen, yes, she is. Yes, she is. Is she in a slump right now? Yes, she is. Is she going to come out of that slump? Yes, she is. is. Has she been a little hesitant over the last few ball games? Yes, she is. But Breezy is still having a great season this year for South Carolina. She still is shooting a high field goal percentage. She still is shooting a high three-point percentage. She does not commit many turnovers, although yesterday she had three of them. Overall in the cumulative 25 games, uh set, the 12-0 and SEC rating, Breezy Hall is having a really good offensive year, okay? And especially in the SEC. We need Breezy Hall. We need Breezy Hall. We need that aggressive Breezy Hall that we saw early in the season, midway during the season. That's what we need from Breezy Hall. Now, I need Breezy Hall to ball out on Thursday. We know she could do it. We know she could do it. And I believe she will do it on Thursday, then again on Sunday. Because we're rounding out into tournament time. We're rounding out into tournament time. And we need the best version of Breezy Hall now until this season is over in April, this is what we need. She's going to turn up. She's a junior. She knows what she is doing. She will go to the lab with a pen in the pad and improve things that she hasn't been doing. The girl been playing basketball. She's been playing elite basketball to, since she can hold a basketball. Those are the facts. So I believe in Breezy Hall. Now some folks going to say, I had the word you got. Breezy being number three and Camila Cardoza being number two and Power being number one. What about uh, a player like a Raven Johnson, a player like a full wallet? And I, and, I, and I can't even, I ain't going to sit here and lie to you. I ain't going to sit here and lie to you. Because when I saw it, I was like, okay, let me let me dig a little deeper and let me see what's, what settings, uh, uh Breezy and Cardoza and Pow Pow apart from a player like a Full Wally or a player like a Raven Johnson or a player like Ashley Watkins, who has been very good offensively as of late in SEC play. And the first one I'm going to start with will Full Wally. And the reason that Full Wally offensive rating isn't as, as high as it would be is because of turnovers. That is the reason, real talk. She averaged about she averages about two turnovers a game and she only plays about 17, 18 minutes a game. So there you go. Okay. Her her three-point percentage is, is low, it's about 31%. So, so those are the reason about well, full Wally when you when they're doing this computer uh, model, this computer metric, those are the reasons. In terms of Raven Johnson, Raven Johnson is the fourth best offensive player on this team. You know, well actually, actually Walk is then, Raven Johnson. All right, so she's having a good year as well, rebounding the basketball, uh, first in the team assists. Third overall and total assists in the conference. Okay, so it's it's really you know it's, it's really my, minuscule uh, levels between one and five. But those are the reasons. Those are the reasons. So we're just keeping it real. We'll look at it again on on Friday after the uh, the victory over Alabama. But that is where it stands right now. And I say that this, this ain't Captain Will's list, y'all. This ain't Captain Will's list. This is analytics from uh, uh, this website that I use, which is really dope. is really awesome, and it breaks everything down. Every single possession, every single possession that a player does. And it's real cool, and I love every second of it. Defensively, defensively, South Carolina has the number one defense. We have the number one defense. I made a prognostication, made a prognostication on – uh, uh, about the game yesterday, I said they wouldn't score 50 points. Well, I was close. They scored 56 points. I was close. I was close. I wasn't close. I wasn't close on much else about the game, but because I had no idea that they were going to show up like that, but they did. In the second half, we came back and did our thing. But defensively, we are still number one in the country. Number one in the country in field goal percentage allowed. Number uh, top ten and two point percentage allowed. Top five and no, no, not top five. Top fifteen and three point percentage allowed. Okay, number one in blocks really good in steals. Okay. Assisted turnover rating. Great. All those different things. And our best defender, I mentioned this earlier before, our best defender, not only our best defender on this team, but the best defender in the SEC is Ashlyn Watkins. Ashlyn Watkins has a defensive rating of 70.5. Nine, which is tops across the SEC. Okay. Ashley Watkins should be, will be the SEC player of the year. And she's our best defender on this basketball team. Not far behind, not far behind. Is Camilla Cardoza 74.9. 74.9 Camilla Cardoza, six foot seven, uh, second in the conference in block shots behind our own, you know, Ashlyn Watkins. Really close, really close. They go back and forth, depending on the game that they play. OK, third best, the person that who was benched early in the season because of her uh, lack of defense right now in SEC play is third best on our team at 77.2, which puts her in the top echelon of guards in SEC play in terms of defense. And that is none of the Malaysia Full Wally. Malaysia for Wally is a potential star. Not just because of the uh, 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 no look passes, not just because of the loop the uh, loop um, shots that she's doing, not just because she's always in turbo mode and can get past any defender. What's going to make Malaysia Full Wiley one of the greatest players that's ever played at the University of South Carolina is going to be matching that offense with stellar defense. Right now, right now, through SEC play, Malaysia Full Wiley is our best a perimeter defender, Malaysia, full Wiley. Does she, does she reach sometimes? Yes, she does. Does she get a, a couple of fouls when she don't need to? Yes, she does. But she is playing really good perimeter defense. We saw it yesterday. We've seen it throughout the SEC. We've seen that she has turned the corner so much defensively. That is special. That is special for her. To, to go from what she was defensively to what she is now through 25 basketball games. That is awesome. And I'm so proud of one Malaysia for a while. The fourth is uh, Raven Johnson at 79.8. The girl is an all-around point guard. The girl is a, hey, and I say all-around point guard because she's really good defensively, really good offensively. She's one of the better point guards in the SEC, and, 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 and not just because uh, of the assists, okay? Not because of the block shot she did yesterday, the, uh, uh, five foot down on a breakaway. Not just because that. Because she is an extension of one Don Staley, and Don Staley relies on her so much on that floor. Relies so much on that floor. She is a coach on the field, and that's what I love as a point guard. That's what I love. And she happens to be the fourth best defender on our basketball team. And like I talked about earlier, Chloe Kitts is number five. Chloe Kitts at 79.5. Chloe Kitts, the combination, the reason that we are so good, the reason that we are so good, because when you have a, 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 a lineup, this is the thing, when you see that lineup, up uh, with Chloe, with with Raven, with with Full Wiley, with Cardosa and Watkins. You ain't scoring too many points against us. You ain't scoring too many points against us. Those just the facts. Those are the facts. You got three for show. You got two. Okay, you got two. When you when you got Ashton Watkins and Cardoza on the court at the same time, you got the two best defenders in the SEC. That that goes without saying. Two best defenders in the SEC. You throw in a situation where you got Raven Johnson guarding you for 94 feet, you got full Wiley putting pressure on you, and Chloe doing what she does, that is elite defensive play all day, every day. I love to see it. I love to see it. This team is special. This team has something to prove, and this is a young basketball team. We will continue – to get better, we will continue to grow offensively and defensively. Because Watkins is a sophomore. Let's talk about that. The best defender in the in the, the SEC, and and if you best defender in the SEC, you do best defender in the country. So we talk about the best defender in the country, and Ashley Watkins is a sophomore. All right, full Wiley, right now third best defender on our team, the best perimeter defender on our team through SEC play is a freshman. Raven Johnson is a sophomore. Chloe Kitts is a sophomore. They're going to get so much better defensively, and we will continue to win and dominate games for the next foreseeable future. And when I say foreseeable future, I'm talking about forever. This concludes another episode of Gamecocks Talk with Captain Will. I am your man, Captain Will. Make sure you like, make sure you share. Make sure you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You are now, you are now rocking with the best. And since you're rocking with the best, come rock with your man, Captain Will. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go.